This is the Rad Podcast. Rad is both who I am, Rachel A. Dawson, and what I'm here to do. Share what I'm reading for R, an action step for A, and something to discuss for D. This is episode 12. Thanks for listening in, friends. Let's get things started with reading. So since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, I wanted to share five of my favorite books that have been helpful in my own journey toward a healthier brain, soul, spirit, self, life, etc. The first book is Learning to Walk in the Dark by Barbara Brown Taylor. I gave this one five stars. I gave all of these books five stars, actually. I read this one in November of 2016. I could not have loved this book more. After talking to a close friend who was a pastor at my church, she's an author herself and one of the wisest women I know, about feeling like I was in a dark season, this book showed up as a surprise on my doorstep. It was such a gift. The words in this book resonated so deeply and in the most beautiful, poetic, personal, and meaningful way. I really can't praise this book and Barbara Brown Taylor enough. I have heard her speak in real life multiple times, and she is as lovely in person as you would hope. I've never read a book that just made everything make so much sense and also showed me how beautiful Seasons of Darkness can be. I will forever be singing the praises of this book. Book two is The Healing Path, How the Hurts in Your Past Can Lead You to a More Abundant Life by Dan B. Allender. I read this one in June of 2017. It was recommended to me by my counselor. He had read many excerpts in our sessions and I knew I wanted to read the whole thing and I can't rave about it enough. This book is rich and helpful, meaningful and so incredible. If you are on any sort of healing journey from any kind of hurt, abuse, pain, grief, etc., I highly recommend giving this one a read. It's a soothing balm for any aching soul. The third book is No More Faking Fine, Ending the Pretending by Esther Fleece. I read this one in March of 2017. I really loved this one. I needed to read it exactly when I did, and I was so glad that I had it waiting on my shelf. Fleece's story is seriously unreal. I can't imagine going through what she went through. But instead of telling it in a way that invited pity or feeling sorry for herself, She tells her story honestly, openly, and in a way that really makes it bigger than just herself. It's a book I've shared with people going through feelings of depression and loneliness because it's exactly the book I needed to read in my own season of those feelings. The fourth book is Whole, Restoring What Was Broken in Me, You, and in the Entire World by Steve Wines. I read this one in November of 2017. This book was what I really needed to read in that season. It was convicting, compelling, helpful, and healing. I tend to focus solely on my brokenness, and I forget to remember that God is in the business of wholeness and restoration. And this book reminded me of truth and the way to the Father's heart where freedom lies. It was really good. And lastly, a more recent read, Try Softer, a fresh approach to move us out of anxiety, stress, and survival mode and into a life of connection and joy by Andy Kolber. You all know I love this book. I talked about it in in a past episode of the Rad Podcast. Um, It's episode five if you want to go listen back. This book is beautiful, helpful, gentle, gracious, and so impactful. I'm a big fan. 
I actually took this book to several of my counseling sessions to pull it open and read some quotes and share about it more. And it was and continues to be a great tool in my own journey of learning how to be kinder and softer with myself as I heal and grow. It is a gift and I am grateful it exists. Now, action. So a fun thing that I've been doing lately is a list maker challenge a few friends on Instagram started. You can search the hashtag, it's hashtag list maker challenge to see more, but essentially it's written or hand lettered or doodled lists primarily focused on documenting this quarantine season. I've been loving having a fun way to make sure I'm recording things that are happening these days for future reference. And you all know, I love a good list and journal combo. I started with a list of all the lists I wanted to make, and so far, I've journaled ones like candles I've burned through in quarantine, what I'm loving about this season, and one about what I miss, new things that I've done since being at home, restaurant food I wish I could eat, words that are in our new vocabulary, and more. It's a really fun little challenge, even if you aren't super artistic, and the hashtag and even Pinterest provide endless inspiration for lists and ideas of how to fill the pages of my journal with things I want to remember. It has been fun, and I highly recommend just checking out the hashtag or even joining in with lists of your own, whether you share them publicly or not. Now for discussion. A theme that has been coming up in my daily quiet times as I read and study using a devotional book called Sacred Questions is desire. The section of the book that I'm going through is called Reshaped, and it goes through the Psalms. On the day that I read Psalm 20, that starts with, May he grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed, I was struck with the thought that I don't really know what my desires are. I took some time to journal about it and write some of them out, and I followed up that list with writing about how it felt selfish and even wrong to admit those desires and write them down. I am realizing that this is really hard for me, both to admit the desires of my heart and to take them to God. It's something I want to work on. I've been noticing that this is a theme that's popping up all over the place for me and things I'm reading and listening to. And that's usually a sign that it's something God has for me to work on too. Another day of my study focused on Psalm 21 and the devotional said this, this Psalm reminds us that God wants to fulfill our deepest desires, the longings in us to be loved and known, to be seen and forgiven, to have purpose and meaning. It is so good for me to remember that and to be reminded of that often. God wants to fulfill my desires and wants to know what's on my heart and wants to be with me in all of it. Something to press into and lean into more in my life for sure. Well, friends, that is it for this week's episode. I would love to ask you to subscribe to this podcast and whatever your preferred app is, and that makes sure you see all future episodes. If you're loving listening, would you mind leaving a review and a rating? It's a great way to help new friends find the show, and it's been fun to read through the feedback. I actually went and scrolled through all of them this week and was so grateful for your kind words of encouragement. Okay, before you go, let me leave you with a benediction from Psalm 20. May he grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy when we hear your victory and raise a victory banner in the name of our God. May the Lord answer all your prayers. 
If you're looking for me online, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Rachel A. Dawson, and my bookstagram is at All the Rad Reads. For everything else, find me at racheladawson.com. The music and mix for this episode were created by my talented brother, Drew Dawson. You can find out more about his work on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Dawson Music underscore. Thanks for listening and stay rad, friends.